And it's, it goes with anything in life that you're scared of. You're not going to bring in. If you're scared of God, if there's something in your heart that keeps you, some kind of fear that you have between you and God, you're not going to open your heart and let God's Word come into your life because of that fear. And so that's why Mary, the Scripture says that she had fear, and the angel said, Fear not. For behold, I bring you, you know, we won't go any further. Begin to tell them about the word that God had for her. She had to get rid of the fear, receive the word into her heart and say, be it unto me. Joseph had the same thing. The angel had to say, fear not to Joseph because he had fear in his heart. This morning we're going to talk about the shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. But we're going to start, first of all, in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Read with it me real quickly. Let me read this. It says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. See, this is something that was declared many years before shepherds were abiding in the field keeping watch over the flock by night. The Word of God was declaring that Jesus was going to come, there was going to be a day when He would come and He would be the Prince of Peace, that He would, what's the Prince of Peace do? The Prince of Peace overcomes the fear in man. Turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 2. That's where we pick up the story. And before we, as you turn to Luke chapter 2, before we get there, I want you to understand that if this is Isaiah chapter 9 in the Old Testament, and as you go through the chronicles of time, and you come to about right here, and I'm going to take one step, over here is the birth of Jesus in the book of Matthew, in the book of Luke, mentioned the birth of Jesus. But Notice I took this step in between here and, and here. Because at the end of the Old Testament, in your Bible, some of your Bibles even have that. You may have one page in there that says 400 silent years. That there was 400 silent. Everybody say silent. 400 silent years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Silent means quiet. It doesn't mean that people weren't making any noise. It doesn't mean there wasn't any noise on this, in this world. What it means is that God didn't speak to His people for 400 years. The United States of America isn't even 400 years old. Let's put it in perspective. You're talking about a group of people that had prophets that spoke the oracles of God like Isaiah did in chapter 9. Verse 6. So God had been speaking and declaring what He was going to do in the future through the prophets. And He declared and they decreed that there was going to be a child born that was going to be the Prince of Peace. And for as the years went by, it got so quiet from heaven that He didn't speak at all for 400 years. And then all of a sudden, you got Luke chapter 2? Good, because I'm not. I forgot to turn. Luke chapter 2. Verse 8. 
Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were what? Greatly afraid. They were afraid. So again, see, there's a common theme throughout this of the Christmas story. There's all this fear that was taking place. You need to realize that the children of Israel were not scared of the devil. In the Old Testament, it wasn't the devil that did the things to the people of God. It was God that did the things to the people of God. They were scared of God. And because they were scared of God, they refused to open their heart and let him into their heart. They let him into their heads. They did the things in the flesh that they were required to do in the Old Testament. They had their, their, their sacrifices. They obeyed the law. They walked the way the law said to walk. They, the, they did the way... They did what the law said to do. They functioned on the outside. They saw signs and wonders. They saw miracles. They saw the Red Sea open. They saw doves come down. They saw manna come from heaven. They saw all kinds of things that if you and I would see them, we'd go, oh my goodness, how great God is. See, they saw them. They saw God's ways, but never knew His ways in their heart. And that's what the Bible says. It says that even though they saw God's way, God's ways, they didn't have any faith in their heart. See, it's, it's the, 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 what's keeping us from experiencing the love and peace and rest and, and prosperity of God is that we have a fear of God or there's a fear in our heart that keeps us. We have a fear of judgment, a fear of wrath, the fear of the almighty God, lightning bolts from heaven. Listen, what we're going to find out this morning is that, that the very word that was decreed and declared in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, that came to pass after 400 silent years when Jesus was born, the angels came and said to the, uh, to the shepherds, it says, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I'm telling you this morning, church, don't be afraid of God. Don't be afraid of God. We need to have a godly fear, godly reverence, but don't be afraid of God. Why? Listen. For behold, I bring you good tidings. Everybody say good tidings. Good tidings. Boy, that's, it's starting off right here. Good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Now, I'll tell you what. I, we, we, we do the Bible so... Uh, I really don't think it was just a couple angels in uh, this the spotlight was on this angel and and you know, oh, fear not for behold I bring you listen if you had if you had glad tidings of great joy to tell somebody how would you tell them oh man you'd say it with some emotion you'd be excited listen all of heaven was waiting for this moment just not the shepherds abiding in the field, but all of heaven, all the angels. Listen, they were so excited about what was, what was just taking place at this moment in time. They were looking forward to this time in history to take place. And so the, an angel shows up and try, gets the fear out of, just, just watch what happens here. This is too cool. Because when the fear comes out, he says, then the angel of this, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings, a great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day. Oh, you need to get a hold of that. There is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, 
which is Christ the Lord, and he'll be a sign to you. And we'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, everybody say suddenly. Oh, I like this. It's, see, it's getting louder already. You know, I can just see the shepherds out in the field late at night. Meh, 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 meh. Maybe a moon. You don't say it. Well, it's, you know they're in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got to have the ribeye. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Lamb chops, just I can't go there. But anyway, man, you know, so so I can hear this little the, the the little sheepies out there doing their little thing, and the shepherds, you know, going, you know, how shepherds do, and and uh, yeah, I don't know how shepherds do. You know. <laughs> That's the best I could with them. So being real quiet, you know, and all, you know, and also, and and this angel, and suddenly there was. There was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Man, this is amazing. See, this is just not a... We, we, in, our, we in our humanity, I don't believe we in our humanity can duplicate this experience. I really don't. I really don't believe that we in our humanity can duplicate a host of angels declaring the very will of God to be made manifest on earth that it's glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men, not between men. Because it's not between men, it's toward men. If it was between men, that word would not have come to pass. Because man has not been at peace between each other ever before, during, and after that. We're still not at peace between men. That's not what the angels were declaring. The angels were declaring that God is at peace with man because of what Jesus was going to do at Calvary. Sin was going to be paid for. See, God was at war with sin. He loved men, but He hated sin. You broke the law, you died. That was the fear people had in their heart. And as long as you've heard judgment, wrath, and condemnation, that's the fear you still have in your heart, and you cannot receive and won't receive the true word and true will of God for you from His word, which is peace on earth and goodwill to just Christians, just to the children of Israel. No, that this goodwill that God has, Jesus was the expression of God's goodwill toward men. Here is the final sacrifice to pay for all man's past and present sins. There's my son. He's going to pay the price. He's going to make the way. He's going to take fear away. That's why we refer to Jesus as the Prince of Peace. Now here's the really cool part is that when Jesus came on this planet at His birth, the angels in heaven declared, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace. Well, over here, when Jesus was, was coming to the crucifixion, and, and the disciples, uh, uh, right before He was, came into Jerusalem, you know, you know what the host of disciples said? The host of disciples said, Glory to God in the highest, and in heaven be peace. Man, that is too cool. So what we see is, 
Everywhere Jesus went, when He came, He brought peace on earth. He lived His life. He paid the price and brought peace into heaven. Not only did He make peace on earth between, uh, uh, between God and man, but He took that peace and brought it to heaven and said, Here's my blood. I paid the price for all of these. Now there's peace in heaven. Oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. See, the message of peace needs to be declared in the church. In the book of Romans, chapter 10, it says, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. But we don't hear the gospel of peace in the church. It says faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. What word of God? Did the children of Israel hear the word of God? Yes, they heard the word of God. Did it bring faith? No. That's because they didn't hear the message of peace. That'll make some theologians in here think. They didn't, listen, God wasn't in their heart because they were afraid of God. Because they hadn't heard the message of peace. Over here, the message of peace has been declared so we can open up our heart. It's not about God on the outside. It's about God on the inside, people. It's not about you acting religious. and Listen, I wish every chair in here was... Listen, it's not about you going to church. It's about you wanting to. It's about you wanting to share with what's inside of you. It's not about you doing Jesus stuff. It's about you, you, you feeling Jesus in your heart. You're feeling love. Listen, when you know you're loved, you cuddle. Do I, I can't go there, can I? See, when you know you're in love and you feel that expression of love, you cuddle, you snuggle, you get close because you open your heart. You're not afraid no more. You've been accepted. You've been received. Oh, man, listen, when you know you're accepted and received by God, you cuddle. Have you ever cuddled, cuddled with God? Yeah, yeah, I said it, cuddle with God. Snuggle up. Oh, Mary did it. Not, not, not his mother, but, but another Mary sat at his feet and just was in his presence because that's what was needed to be done at the time. It wasn't about doing all the stuff in the kitchen. It was just, I just want to be next to him. I want to cuddle. I'm not afraid of him no more. Don't be afraid of God. Peace on earth, people, and goodwill toward man. Glory to God in the highest. The book of Ephesians says this, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The gospel of what? There's a gospel of peace that has to be preached and pre declared just like the angels declared peace in heaven. It's my responsibility to, declare, to get you to understand that there's peace on earth to get this message out. It is the very message that the wise men brought their money to to support. So it would go on from that point. Listen, that's what this ministry is about is declaring peace on earth earth in the book of Romans it says this the goodness of God will draw all men to repentance what's it mean to draw men to repentance uh, get them Satan the goodness of God the more you experience the goodness of God the more you'll change your mind about God but it's only through the goodness of God that will cause you to change your mind about him Listen, the world, has heard, the world has heard about judgment, wrath, and law, and dying and going to hell. That's not goodness. That's not goodness. That hadn't, that hadn't caused people to want to cuddle with God, has it? 
No, but when you learn, listen, I'm a, we're, we're going to be doing a series on this, but when you learn, listen, in the book of Corinthians, it says, uh, and, and I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers right away on this, but that's all right. It doesn't sound very Christmassy, but I'll get there. But excuse me, in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, it talks about, it's that real popular scripture. Everybody in there knows what it says. But they start out, you know, where it says, wives, submit to your husbands. And uh, you can't start there. Because right before all that, it says for us to, to be walk around in psalms and hymns and make melody in the heart, being full of the Spirit, submitting one to another. And it wasn't as in a, ah, you wise, do that. No, it's not about doing the stuff on the outside. You know, it's about having Jesus on the inside and being happy on the inside. And, and when you get in a group, we go, and it talks about the husband, you know. But it gets down to the bottom of the chapter, it says this. It says, I say these things. Because this is an example of Christ and His church. So that whole passage of Scripture above there was not on how to be a husband and wife, which is a good way to be, but it's how God, how Jesus and the church was to be and is. That the way the husband is supposed to take care of the wife is the way Jesus is taking care of the church. We always get it backwards. Well, the way Jesus did this is the way the husband's supposed to do that. Well, it says that, yes, but when you read, keep on reading, it says, I speak as a great mystery that this is the way Jesus is for his church. Man, when you start seeing that and see, listen, that, that when you start getting some revelation of he is my husband and his responsibility is to present me spotless and blemish and to present to himself holy and acceptable. That's what Jesus is doing for us in this, through His Word, is presenting Himself to us to Himself. A bride that is spotless and blemish free. You know, the Bible says, if a man provided not for his own, he's worse than an infidel. Listen, take that. Listen, uh, we need to realize that Jesus has already provided everything that pertains to life and godliness for us. He's already poured out His blessings. The promises of God are yes and amen. He's doing everything He can via the Holy Spirit and the teaching of the Holy Spirit to get into our minds and our heart how good and great He is. He has been courting us for years. If you've never felt courted by the Holy Spirit, you haven't been to church. Did I say that out loud? If you go to church and don't feel courted. Okay, let me explain what courting is. Um, <laughs> it's not taking you before a judge. Man, was the last time? No, don't answer this question. When was the last time you felt courted by anybody? You know, maybe a long time ago. I don't know. What, see, see, when you're courting, you're... You, I, I, you, when you're dating you know all of us are liars you realize that because we, we've made the other person think that we're going to be that way forever <laughs> you know what I'm saying it, 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 it don't work that way does it uh, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. but we would have liked to have thought we were going to be that way forever but it's not going to be that way listen when, when you court when, when you date, when you, when you have your eye on somebody, you let them know how special they are. Listen, God, his eye, his eye is still on us. And His Word is here to tell us 
how special we are and all that he's done for us just to get our attention. You know, there were, there were some things. Joy asked me where something was at one day, and I went, right there. You know, back when I had some. You know, just, 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 to get, to, just, just to get her attention. You see what I'm saying? But see, when you're courting someone, you're getting someone's attention. You want them to know how good you are and how much you love them and how much you care for them. And that's what this, listen, the Word has declared that God is at peace with us, church. Let me, let me show you what happens here. This, oh, this has just got the church written all over it in some place. Listen, let's go ahead and read in the book of Luke again. Uh, it says in verse 13, And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now, all that we did was just introduction. So we got lots of time. Okay. Verse 15, so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. You might want to underline that. So what happened? The Word of God came to the shepherds via the angels. They were obviously had received the Word of the Lord because they now declared right here that the, the angels had declared something to them. And they said, let us go. Everybody say go. See, when the Word of God comes into your life, it's going to create motion. It's going to create something in you that you hadn't... Listen, they were going to go see what the Word had declared. They are going to go see. Now, you got to get the picture. I just wished I was a one-man acting crew. You had a host of heavenly angels declaring in this night sky, this bright light, and the shepherds are all afraid. Now they get all happy because they heard the word of the Lord come to them that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years earlier. And they said, can't you see him just go, well, I think maybe we should just wander on down and see if this is really true. Is that what you think that's the way they did it? Oh my gosh! Wow! I want to go to Bethlehem and check this out. This is God. They weren't going to see if it was going to come to pass. The Bible says they went to see what had happened in Bethlehem. They went in faith. It caused I, I, they had a great stir among them. Now watch, just the, see this message about the shepherds. How many people feel like shepherds in this average everyday world? Just average everyday people going through an average everyday job, doing average everyday things. That's what shepherds were. Average everyday. Right? Going to work, coming home, going to work, staying up late at night, like they did every now and then, you know, average everyday. So this is average everyday stuff right here. Verse 15, So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has 
come to pass which the ain't excuse me, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste. Everybody see that word haste? Everybody see that? They didn't dilly dally. There's some passion in there. If you went to the water fountain, if you walked to the water fountain, or if you went, excuse me, let's do it this way. How many people have gone to the bathroom in haste? <laughs> See, I knew that water fountain thing wasn't going to work, but that one worked. You understood what it means to go to the bathroom in haste. You can go to the bathroom, or you can go in haste. You know, there was some passion behind it. There was some motivation. Got it? You understand what the word haste means now. Thank you. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told to them concerning the child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. Wait a minute. Oh, not in church. You'll hear a great word in church and won't tell nobody. They had an angelic experience. They identified the words of the angel as being from the Lord. The Lord spoke into the heart. They saw the manifestations of the word. And immediately they went about all their town in the surrounding area at night. They didn't wait for people to get up. They went around at night and during the day. They begin to be event. They begin to tell people about the word of the God that was shared to them. And what was that word? Peace on earth. And that there's a savior that was born called the Prince of Peace. And we saw him. And they told everybody they could. They made widely known all throughout Bethlehem and the surrounding area. They started to evangelize the Word of God. They got Why? Because they were moved on the inside. Fear, they weren't scared about what their neighbors would say. Why? They didn't have any fear in their heart. They weren't worried about rejection because they were more concerned about the acceptance. Sometimes we're so concerned about our own rejection, we forget about the acceptance that we live in. When we start magnifying the acceptance of God and that God is for us, who can be against us? We're gonna, you're going to need to tell somebody. The title of this message, if you hadn't guessed yet, is Unsilent Your Night. Because it was anything but silent. This was not a quiet period of time. Everyone wants to get all reverent, bowing down. Listen, wake the babies up. Shake the cradles. Angels showed up. They, shh, the baby's sleeping over. No! Do you think the baby Jesus was really going? Listen, this was a very loud, very noisy. I'm sorry if it breaks your paradigm on your precious little nativity. But remember, it is the, it is the, the Bible said it's the traditions of men that make the word of God of no effect. And there's so much about Christmas that is just traditions of men. And we miss the very message in the Word of God that we're supposed to be declaring from the rooftop. In Isaiah chapter 40, it says, verse 9, it says, 
If you have glad tidings, oh, didn't we just read something about glad tidings? Get on the mountaintop and shout it with your voice, glad tidings. I believe that's what the shepherds did. I believe the shepherds got on the, they, they didn't have mountaintops, but they went around and they shouted, they, they were declaring in, in their area of responsibility the glory of the Lord. Glory to God in the highest on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. And there he is. I believe that with all my heart. But the shepherds aren't the religious people. Are they? Guess what happened when it gets to the Pharisees? Now who are the Pharisees? They're the religious people. The churchy people. Uh-oh. The churchy ones. They're the ones all bent out on rules and regulations. We're not going to... Listen, I think everybody knows the Christmas story. Do we need to read it to show you what it is? Can I just flow here? We'll flow. The wise men came almost, they guesstimate around two years later. The wise men came. The wise men didn't come to the nativity right there where Jesus was at as a little baby. It says in the book of Matthew, they came to a house. Before they got to the house, they came to Herod. Now, they saw the signs in the heavens 700 miles away. They were from Babylon. They were magi. And it doesn't say three. It says wise men. I believe there was a caravan. We learned last year during this message, message that once you believe the word of God, the camels get up, the camels are coming. I believe with all my heart, the moment you, you receive the word in your heart, your camels get up no matter where they're at and they're on their way. Your provision for your future is on the way the moment you believe it. Things begin to happen in your life the moment you believe the word the moment you say yes Lord your camels your provisions on the way and if you never say yes Lord that provision doesn't get started but what's really cool here is they saw the star in the heavens they traveled 700 miles because of what they saw and what they knew and what they had read do you realize this the King Herod and the people in Jerusalem didn't see the star You know how we know that? Because when the wise men came, they told Herod what they were there for. And he had never seen the star. He goes, what star? What king? And so he called his... Oh, you're going to have to read it. Turn to the book of Matthew. He called his religious people. Right? Y'all know the story? Matthew chapter 2. Verse 1, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? Why were they asking that question? Because they thought that the Jews would know who was born king of the Jews. Because they weren't Jews and they knew someone had been born king of the Jews. So how could somebody outside the realm of being Jews know that the king of the Jews has been born and the Jews not even know? Got to shake your head a little bit. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. 
The Jews weren't even doing that. They didn't even know a baby had been born except from the shepherds, which they didn't believe. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem. What? What? In all Jerusalem with him. The whole city was troubled by this saying. That means the whole city wasn't aware of what was taking place. Isn't that something? Listen to what Herod says. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes, who are the chief priests and scribes? You know who the scribes were? They're the ones that scribed it. They wrote it down. They journaled. Every dot and tittle, they couldn't make mistakes. They, they, they monotonously, they, they scribed the word. The high priest, there were the priests and the high priest, they're the ones that served in the, the structure of the church. It says, and when they had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So he asked the question, verse 5, So they said, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is, what? Written by the prophet. And there we just go, it says, But you Bethlehem in the land of Judah, uh, and, and not of the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come the ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So, see, they had the information of what was to take place. See, a lot of people have the information, but they haven't gotten rid of the fear to allow that information to impact their heart. They haven't been exposed to the gospel of peace. And the people with the information weren't even looking for what other people had seen. I don't know if you're getting a picture of this, but there's people in church. There are religious mindsetted people that have the information that aren't looking for the revelation of the Word of God in their heart. Even though they got the information, there's something in their heart keeping them from opening it up and letting the Word of God impact them. Where you have people outside, everybody say outside. Outside, see, those were Jews and these were Gentiles. Gentiles, there's people outside the church that have more happiness, more joy, more peace because they know that something, uh, uh, it's obvious that God is God and He's a good God. But there's religious people that refuse to let the word out. They're not telling nobody, they're not looking. Listen, it's time to unsilent our night, church. It's time to get the word out. It's time to, first of all, cast the fear off our hearts. Let the Word of God do something to us and to a point where we got to stand up and shout glory to God and go tell every... We need to walk around the city of Durant in all Bryan County telling people how great and how good our God is, that He's not mad at us no more, that the price of sin has been paid for, and we can shout hallelujah. Man! Or we're going to end up just like these folks. that had the information but never told nobody. I'd rather be a shepherd abiding in the fields keeping watch over the flock by night. You know why? Because they stood up. 
They stood up. Listen, I... You know, we'll, we'll stand up for our football teams. We'll stand up for our politics. We'll stand up for all kinds of stuff. But when's the last time you stand up for God? When was the last time we stood up for God? We'll tell everybody about the score. We'll tell everybody about what this politician said and this joke. I have some funny jokes out there too, don't get me wrong. There's some funny there's some funny jokes. Listen, when's the last time we stood up for God and told somebody? When's the last time we told somebody? When's the last time we unsilenced our night and told somebody? I mean, I I gotta be careful how I say this, because I I said I was gonna be a pastor again. It's nice to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm making it nice. It's nice to hear what the scores were. It's nice to hear about the, the stuff that goes on. I can't wait till I have a, hear of a group of people that telling people about what the Scripture says and how the love of God's impacting their life and what Jesus is doing on the inside. Church, we've got to let it impact us. Or who are we kidding on this planet we're just a bunch of religious people I won't be a shepherd I won't be a shepherd I won't be a shepherd it's the simplest thing in the world just be a sh- just let the love and passion of God come into our hearts and tell some or else you'll go two years knowing the truth and not affecting anybody. Because the word had gotten out. The shepherds had gotten the word out, but it stopped somewhere along the line. This church is going to decree and declare peace on earth and goodwill to men. I believe with all my heart I believe with all my heart it is our mission. The Word of God which causes faith to arise, a hearing. In the book of Romans chapter 10 it says the Word of God will create a hearing and that hearing will produce faith. It says it this way, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. What Word of God produces faith? What Word of God produces a hearing that produces a faith? Right before that it talks about how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. That gospel will produce a hearing that will produce a faith that calls people to say, I do, and I will. Let's all stand. Father, I thank you for this opportunity you've given us to share your word this morning. We give you praise and we give you glory. We are excited about the season that you've called us to. Father, I thank you that we're just not normal, that we don't live in the realm of normal. Father, I thank you that we live in the realm of supernormal. That you've given us a message in our heart. And we take the packaging off. We take the wrapping off. We don't care what it looks like no more. We're more concerned about the inside 
and not the outside. You know, church, just look over at this beautiful tree we have. Those beautiful presents down at the bottom. As beautiful it is, you can have them. You can have every present down there. But you're going to get what you see. A bunch of paper and packages. Because there's nothing on the inside. There's not a thing on the inside. And I'm afraid that that is the way some people have become just pretty on the outside. Nothing on the inside. I challenge you to examine yourself. List the things that you stand up for. And see if Jesus and the Word is on your list. If there's anything I can do this Christmas season, it's to expose the goodness of the gospel, the peace and love of God that He has for you, so you'll receive the Word that He's spoken. And it will affect you to the point that you go tell somebody. Let me read the last verse here in the book of Matthew in the Christmas story. Show you what happened to the shepherds. It says this in Luke chapter 2. Verse 18, And all those who heard it marveled at the things which were told to them by... Everybody say the shepherds. It wasn't the preachers. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen and it was told to them. The result of the shepherds that their lives were changed. After they declared the goodness and greatness of God and the testimony of the word, they returned praising God and giving glory in His name. That sounds like good church folk right there. the result of the word working in your life, you will praise God and give glory to His name. Father, we praise You right now. We give You glory. With the fruit of our lips, we magnify Your name. 
We stand for you. We tell people about you more than we tell people about anything else. Father, we thank you for your word. May each and every one of us have a fearless Christmas. May fear not be made no mention, but may peace be in our heart. Your peace, peace, that you declared peace from heaven and from earth, you declared peace in heaven. Father, we thank you for the Prince of Peace. We are going to join with the shepherds and we are not going to be silent.